Welcome to Anyway, I'll Drink to That, a Booze and Sam's production where we serve up tales in a tall glass, shaken, stirred, and delicious. Every drink has a story to tell, and I'm going to tell it. We like to have fun here. I drink, I tell a tale, and I hope that most of it is true. I'm your host, Sam, also known as Booze and Samta, preferring to go simply by Sam from Booze and Sam's. So saddle up with a good cocktail and give me a few minutes of your time for a mystery and a drink that changed the world. Before we get started, I'm your host, Sam, from Boots and Sam's. I spent decades selflessly researching some of the best drinks from all over the world, and I brought a few of my favorites back to America just for you. Take American Gluvine, for example. You may be wondering, what's Gluvine? And how can such a foreign-sounding word be American? Well, Glühwein's actually a German drink. But here's the thing. If you want to have it done right, it's got to be American. Glühwein comes from Germany. It's a Christmas thing. A mulling spice mix added to hot wine. But you know, here in America, we do it better. We add it to wine, yes. But also to whiskey or rum for hot toddies. Or a dozen other cocktails to create an infused orange, cinnamon, and spice delight. We even have it when surfing in California. Because that's how we roll, baby. And that's also why I like my Bavarian stuff made in America. It's just done right that way. You know, I don't run ads on this show. I do this because I enjoy history, alcohol, and spinning a good yarn now and again. And hope that you enjoy the stories I tell, too. All I ask in return is that if you like the tale I told, you share it. It's that simple. If you laughed, learned something, whatever, share the show. It's the best way that we can reach more people and continue to create content that you enjoy. Your support would mean the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, on to your show. This story starts with a building. A very famous building. The building stood 10 stories tall and graced 250 prominent feet of the legendary 5th Avenue in Manhattan. Fifth Avenue is a longtime home to some of the most famous and high-end restaurants, shops, and hotels in New York. Today, it's one of the most expensive shopping districts in the world. But back then, in the late 1890s, you could find a good part of Fifth Avenue taken up by a recently opened, but instantly famous hotel. Carefully modeled after another famous house by the same name in London, interest at opening was immediate and overwhelming. The wealthy came, the money flowed in, papers around the world oohed and awed at this place of luxury and comfort. It featured limestone mined from Indiana in 100 by 150 foot blocks and transported over 750 miles by bumpy, jostling railroad cars through the heartland of America to the financial center of America. Indiana limestone has been used in famous buildings throughout all of the United States including the Empire State Building, the Pentagon, the Biltmore Hotel, and the original Rockefeller Center. And it was used on one in particular, on Fifth Avenue, that contains a bar with a very famous barkeep. But the Holland House, as you might have once heard it called, also contains many other famous oddities. A London magazine called its main staircase, which was carved in Siena marble and bronze, the handsomest staircase of its kind in America. Not to be outdone, of course, 
The hotel office was modeled in Italian Renaissance style and also encased in Siena marble. On the main floor, a cafe with glass screens, gray marble, and yellow bronze oozed with wealth and luxury. Next to that was the 300-person restaurant, which kept the occupants of the 350-room hotel well-fed and, most importantly, drunk. The entire experience at the Holland House has been crafted to create memories and experiences for those with enough money to pay for them. And in early New York, there was money of all sorts. And people, like now, looking for good conversations, friends, laughter, and to say, now that was a good night. The latter in particular was due to one very obscure, yet at the same time, very notable bartender who gave us some of the most delicious and well-known drinks today. George, as others referred to him, wasn't likely even his real name. In fact, I have no idea what his real name was. We have no idea if people called him George, Tom, Chuck, or Harry. It's highly likely that we don't even know what his name was, and we certainly don't know very much about him besides that the sensible and well-balanced drink recipes he left behind, quote-unquote, are especially intended for use in first-class hotels, clubs, buffets, and barrooms, where, if adopted and concocted according to the directions given, they will be entirely satisfactory to the caterer and pleasing to the consumer." End quote. George, or whoever represents the pseudonym of George, was not wrong, for he or they spent all day and night slinging delectable, delicious drinks with ingredients and liquors from all over the world to the wealthy individuals that strolled through the doors of the Holland House in New York seeking comfort, an escape, and a cocktail made to perfection. After all, a place with as much flair as this, with its marble and limestone and Louis XV-style rooms, needed good cocktails. and needed a place for people to feel at home, comfortable, make memories, have great experiences, one such cocktail was first documented by George and has become iterated on time and time again through the decades. This drink, which can be made strong with whiskey that bites your throat, or pleasing and sensual with flavored liquors, has reached a near-famous status today. Every good cocktail bar has one, well, at least one on the menu. Serve smoky, serve sweet, serve red, or served as dark as fresh dug dirt. Barkeeps everywhere flex their creative muscles to stir up fresh takes on this very old drink. But in George's day, he saw no need to overcomplicate things. And in fact, this drink let the alcohol speak for itself. At least until you had two or three and couldn't speak clearly anymore. The secret in this cocktail lies in a bitters that put Johan on the map. Springing to life in 1824 in Trinidad and Tobago, what could serve as a greater symbol of wealth and power than importing flavors of the world to the Holland House for the mere disposable sipping pleasure of the rich? The drink itself was relatively new to market and hadn't started even being sold abroad until almost 1860. By the late 1890s, when George was slinging out his famous drink, he, among many other barkeeps throughout the American East, had helped this bitters rise out of obscurity and take a permanent seat at the table of essential cocktail cabinet drinks. What started as a tonic, a digestive aid, if you will, became the perfect post-drink dinner. And what could be better than adding a few dashes of this bitter into a crystal cocktail glass? 
tossing in a couple rocks, and a few other simple ingredients to make a truly unique post-dinner aperitif perfect for conversation, company, and good times. All this, the rise of a once-famous hotel, the Holland House, on a still-famous street, Fifth Avenue in New York, helping to bring a small bidders company out of obscurity and usher along a new old drink too. From a few simple ingredients and simple instructions in one of the most famous and well-respected cocktail bartender guides of all time, George Kappeler brought joy and laughter to many. Dissolve a small lump of sugar with a little water in a whiskey glass. Add two dashes Angostura bitters, a small piece ice, a piece lemon peel, one jigger whiskey. Mix with small bar spoon and serve, leaving spoon in the glass. The drink has many variations today. Songs have been sung about it, cultural references in movies made, and you've likely heard its name echo through the dark corners of a cocktail bar at least once. Barkeep, I'll take an old-fashioned, please. A simple drink with a history that is anything but old-fashioned. Anyway, I'll drink to that. This has been a Booze and Sam's production. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If so, please share it. Also, connect with us online at boozeandsams.com. That's B-O-O-Z-N-S-A-M-S, boozeandsams.com. And subscribe now to the podcast to be updated when new episodes are released. As a final aside, it should be noted that the internet is a place of conflicting stories and facts. I try hard to tell as accurate a tale as possible, but you may have heard or read something about a person, event, or thing different than the way I tell it. That doesn't make me wrong. After all, I'm just sipping a cocktail, telling you a story, just chatting like we're old friends at a bar looking to pass time and learn something new. Let's just cheers to that and enjoy a drink together.